I want to talk a little bit about positioning um, or positions for young hockey players. It's kind of been on my mind a little bit, um, mainly because I'm, I'm actually going through this a little bit with, uh, with my oldest boy right now, Tyler. So um, it's kind of a common question, though. You know, should my kid play forward? Should my kid play defense? Should he play both? He or she, I should say. Um, you know, and when does it make sense to, you know, pick one or the other and really focus on that? Um, <clears throat> so I wanted to dive into this a little bit and share two personal experiences. Uh, one as a player, one as a coach, and then kind of give my two cents worth on, you know, what I'm doing now with my own kid and, and what my recommendation is. Um, so first of all, let me say, I think it's really good, really beneficial for players to be able to play both positions, both forward and defense. Um, now, I recognize that not every player is going to be able to do this. And uh, basically on your team, you're probably going to have to pick a handful of players that, um, you know, that you may be interested in teaching both ways. Here's how it was done with me. Um, when I was, uh, I would have been eight years old, uh, we, we needed defense. We didn't have defense. Um, I was a good skater. So my dad said, well, you know, you, you can play defense. Um, <clears throat> I learned the position, played it pretty well, and ended up staying defense uh, from eight till I was about 10. So eight, nine, and 10. So three years. During those three years, uh, those are really formative years as a, as a player. And um, it, it kind of almost became like riding a bike for me. Um, where I could go back, you know, even after I went back to forward, um, I could go back to D and pick up right where I left off, still play, uh, play solid D. Um, you know, I've, and I think it's probably because I learned it in those, those early years. Um, why do I believe that it's so important? Well, there's a lot of different reasons. Um, to be an effective player, you have to understand the other positions. Um, you know, forwards have to understand the defensive role, um, forwards need to understand defensive positioning where, you know, where they're going to be. And the same thing goes the other way around for, you know, for defensemen to be really effective, they need to understand what the forwards are doing, um, where they should be positionally and, and all that good stuff. Um, so it helped my understanding of the game, helped me to be a better forward by having a defensive background. Um, but it also made me more versatile and that was helpful in my younger years, but it was really helpful in my older years. Um, kind of a long story, but my family moved down to the States from Toronto when I was about 14. And 14, you know, I was on a really good team. We had just won the, uh, the Ontario Championships the, the year that I left, the year before I left. Uh, you know, and I was, I was among the, the upper, upper echelon of, of that team. You know, I had, I had had good seasons. Uh, 14, 14 is the year when, um, you know, the scouts start paying attention, you know, it's coming up on the, the OHL draft and, you know, all this really important stuff is happening. And that's right at the moment where I moved down to the States and pretty much fell off the, fell off the radar as far as that goes. Um, so even though, you know, I still played a decent caliber of hockey down here, um, you know, nobody's going to come to, to, to Utah to scout one player. Um, so after high school, I went back up to Toronto and wanted to get back on uh, with the junior A team up there um, in the same organization that I had been playing at before I left. 
So I went to tryouts. There was only, I think, two openings for, for walk-ons. Um, and there was a handful of kids. I can't remember how many players were trying for that, those, those spots. But I ended up making the team. And uh, the main reason why I believe that, that um, you know, one of the things that stuck out to the coach about me, stuck out to the coach about me was the fact that I could play both positions. And it came in handy during, you know, during the season as well. You know, at one point we got into injury trouble and um, <clears throat> coach needed to re reconfigure his power play and was able to use me as the quarterback on the, on the, um, on the umbrella because I had some defensive background, you know, so I was able to, you know, be an offensive threat on the power play from the quarterback position. Uh, but at the same time, if there was a bad pass or interception or anything like that, if there was a one-on-one -on -one situation, the coach, coach could trust me to play it well. So um, from a player's perspective, I believe it's really important and great to be able to play both. Um, not every player on your team is going to be able to fall into that mode. Really, the, the guys that you're wanting to be looking at here, and we'll talk a little bit about this here in a second, is probably going to be your top guys. Um, you know, the ones, especially, especially the ones that skate the best, both forward and backwards. Um, your defensemen, the guys that you want to maybe teach how to play defense, those are going to be, um, you know, probably among your smartest players because think about the, the position of defense. Um, your defensemen have to be smart. They have to be able to read the play. Everything that you want to do philosophically, as far as controlling the play, you know, not having to rely on dump and chase hockey, you know, controlled breakouts, controlled break-ins, maintaining pressure in the offensive zone, that is all going to revolve around your defensemen. You know, if, if you don't have a defenseman that can make a, a proper read or make a good first pass on a breakout, you're, you're never going to get out of your zone. If you do, it's going to be by relying on dump and chase, which is lousy hockey for development. Um, there is a time and a place for dump and chase, but that's, we're not talking about that in this clip here. <laughs> um, there's so many different directions we can go off this topic. It's just I'm having a hard time keeping myself focused. So first, that was my first experience. Um, the next experience was with a, when I was coaching, actually, a peewee team a number of years ago, about eight years ago. And there was a kid on that team who, by all, like, you know, take a look at him on paper, by all the specs and everything else, he should have been a classic defenseman, just a great defenseman. Um, big kid, you know, you could tell he, he had tall parents. He was going to be a, a big kid. I, I really like taller defensemen um, for a number of different reasons. They've got a bigger reach. They can poke check. Um, I think height helps on shots, uh, you know, so if you want a, a powerful slap shot from the point, um, I feel like height helps with that. But this kid was, uh, you know, he was a good kid. Um, pretty good skater at the time, but I could tell he had potential to become an excellent skater. But the problem was, is uh, he, he, he lacked confidence at defense. He had a really hard time with it um, from a few experiences that he had had in the past. But he was basically, he was getting himself to the point where he, he was paralyzed with, with anxiety almost, with fear, uh, playing defense. And, and as a defenseman, you make a mistake, it's very obvious that you made that mistake and it often results in at least a breakaway or a good scoring chance, but often uh, results in a goal, you know? So there isn't as much room for mistakes on defense. And so for a player to be playing scared on defense, it just wasn't working out well. 
So here's what we did with this kid. This is kind of almost going the opposite direction. We took this kid and I said, uh, I said, hey, we're going to move you up to forward. We didn't really explain the mentality behind it, but you know, my mindset was let's get him on forward where he can afford to make a mistake. It's not going to result in a goal immediately. Um, you, know, you can kind of, I'm not going to say hide him, but develop him up there. Uh, and then the objective was, is get this kid, you know, get him having fun, get him to stop being afraid of making mistakes. Um, you know, the previous coaching staff the year before had really been, uh, really been hard on this kid. And that's why he was afraid of making mistakes. Um, so I wanted him to gain confidence in our coaching staff, the new coaching staff that, that, that we wouldn't be, um, you know, absolutely miserable jerks to him if, you know, if he made a simple mistake. Uh, so get him having fun, get him working hard, you know, tune up his skills just a little bit. And the goal was to eventually move him back to defense because like I said, he was a picture perfect, like textbook defenseman, just, you know, big, strong kid, capable of doing lots of stuff. Anyways, um, our plan worked. We, you know, we were able to play him on forward for a bit while he got his confidence, while he got his skills up, while he, you know, gained uh, respect and um, confidence in the coaching. And uh, once the time was right, I said, hey, you know, we're going to move you back to defenseman now. And you can do this. You're an awesome player. Just play the game that you know how to play. And, uh, you know, by doing that, he ended up becoming very good that year, but then really blossomed afterwards. I ended up being just an absolutely stud defenseman in high school. Um, and uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. So uh, that one, you know, that was a little bit of a situation where, yeah, you know, play a player up, play a player back. There needs to be some movement there sometimes um, to really get the most out of your players. Uh, so how does this apply to what we're doing today? Um, here's what I'm doing with, with my own kids is, uh, so you got to remember we're, we're still very young. Um, my oldest boy is a, a last year might this year. Um, but so when he was, so two years ago, cause he started playing, he started playing the, the organized house hockey a couple years ago. Um, but he definitely, you know, his first year, he wasn't, wasn't one of the, um, you know, the go-to players. So here's what I'm doing with, with my, with my go-to players, um, at the house, at the might house. So remember this, this may be a little bit different for you, but at the might house, I put my best players on defense, the ones that are the best skaters, the ones that are most capable, um, the ones that have the best shots. Uh, the ones that are capable of making passes and understanding breakouts because we do teach them some fundamental, you know, some basic breakouts and basic positioning at that age. And if you're interested in that, just go check out the blog. There's lots of stuff on there uh, in the coach's training course and whatever else, weisstechhockey.com. Um, but so now this year, um, he's going to be playing Might House and he's also going to be playing a, a little tournament team up in age groups so with, with the squirts. So when he's with the might house, he's going to be playing defense. And then when he's moves up that age group, um, where, you know, he's going to be underage, he's definitely not going to be the most powerful player on the team, uh, or among the, you know, among the top guys, as far as that goes. 
Um, so I've got him playing, he'll be playing forward in that situation. So depending on the situation, he'll be either forward or defense. So in the situation where there's, um, you know, more experienced players or stronger players or more capable players, um, then that's where I put him up to forward. Now that doesn't mean it's like all the lousy players go to forward. No, um, it's the players that, you know, at forward, you can afford to make mistakes at forward. You can, you know, the, the play, you don't have to control the play as much um, as you do as a defenseman. So it's, uh, you know, I, I feel really good about that, though. I feel really good about that strategy of, you know, when the player is among the top four on the team um, at the young ages, playing them at D. And then uh, as they, you know, find themselves in different situations where they're maybe not in the top four, then move them to forward. Now, how does that affect it? How does that back and forth affect it? Well, we talked about what the benefit of understanding and knowing defense is, but does that negatively affect their development as a forward? I don't think so. Not at all. The only real difference as far as like, like you'll be able to develop everything skill-wise just as well defensively or as a defenseman as you would as a forward. In fact, you'll probably develop more mentally as a defenseman because you have to be smarter to be a good defenseman. Um, the only real difference is conditioning. And that's, that'll take, you know, a week or two to get used to. And then you're, you're fine. There is more skating. You have to skate a lot more as a forward than you do as a defenseman, just the nature of the game. Really though, that's the only difference. So will it affect the development? No, absolutely not. You know, if the players, if you're as a coach, if you're developing the players properly and insisting that all players understand all positions, then that's, that's the whole point of the whole thing is, is players need to be interchangeable. You need to be able to, um, to go back and forth. Now, is it going to stay this way forever? You know, are you going to get to bantams and midgets and still be bouncing back and forth? Um, probably not. You know, there comes a point where, you know, you, you're either a forward or a defenseman. Sometimes you decide that. Um, sometimes the situation decides that, you know, um, if there's a situation where the team doesn't need additional forwards and you can happen to, you happen to play D as well. Well, then maybe you'll crack that roster as a defenseman. And then who knows, maybe throughout the season, if you really want to play forward, maybe there'll be an opportunity. Maybe your team will get into injury trouble or something where you'll get your chance at that. Um, but eventually it, it does kind of weed itself out where, you know, you either are playing forward or, or D regularly. Um, but like I said, even, you know, even junior A back up in Toronto, there was an opportunity for me, um, where knowing defense came in handy. So, uh, I'm a big believer in being able to go both ways with that. Um, and that is my two cents worth, but I would love to know if you disagree, um, or, you know, even if you agree, that's great too. But I wouldn't mind getting some, uh, some additional input from, uh, from our coaches that listen to these. Uh, because I do, you know, that's what I've been doing. That's what I feel good with. Um, but I know there's always a number of different ways to, uh, to approach things. So let me know what your thoughts are on this and, uh, would love to get a little discussion going. That's it for tonight. We'll talk again soon.